Well, I feel um, being in the music industry, one thing that rappers or anyone in the music industry shouldn't be afraid of is they shouldn't be afraid to grow. And of course I'm going to grow. I'm still young. And um, my music may change, but I will also cater to what I've always been doing, which is the, the, you know, the sexuality and, you know, a little bit of harsh grammar. But it will change because the, the world and the public will be able to see that I've grown. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Blank Canvas podcast proudly presents to you chapter three. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to 2017 and welcome to the first podcast episode of the Blank Canvas podcast in 2017. First of all, I just want to apologize. It's been far too long. I know there's been a lot of things going on and I'm here to update you with some really, really exciting news. So since we recorded our last chapter, chapter two, all the way back in December, we now have the Blank Canvas radio show that runs every fortnight on a Monday, 9 till 11 on Climax Radio. So first of all, massive shout out to Climax Radio, the whole team, shout out Roof. We're going to be there every other Monday, bringing you all the new music from the UK scene, but also a lot of special guests as well, as you've come to expect with a blank canvas format. Um, So today, chapter three is a little bit of an exclusive. Uh, I had the pleasure of sitting down with artist Mally the Fourth last Monday. He came through to the Climax radio show. We sat down, interviewed him, and I thought, you know what? This interview is so good, I have to drop it in the podcast. So this is an exclusive, exclusive chapter three, all episode full interview with Mally the Fourth. So I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you on the other side. Okay, okay, okay. We are back. Blank Canvas Radio Show Part 3 with special guest Mally. What's good? Yeah, blessed, blessed. Do you know what? First of all, I got to put out a public service announcement. <laughs> My phone is blowing up. Everyone's phone in the room is blowing up. <laughs> Telling me, Nats, you speak too loud. Mally's too low. Sorry, man. We're so, back, though. Let's test it. Speak to me. Yeah, toot, toot, toot. Shout out to the fans. You know what? Because a lot of people are locked in. I can see a lot, a lot of people are locked in. Yeah. What do you want to say to the people? Big up, man. Like, I truly appreciate, like, people, do you know what I mean? And maintaining, like, good relationships. Like, for me, Instagram ain't just Instagram. That's a thousand people that, like, ride for me for real. So, thank you, everyone, man. It's funny. We were just talking now. We are live streaming. <clears throat> and you were saying it's really important to know every one of your followers. I know all of them. What? What? And well first of all how how do you know everyone and secondly what, what, why is that important to you man I, I pay attention man and I think for me like the life I've lived like moving around I've lived all over London I've lived in Birmingham I've lived in Ireland and like always taught me is that we're all on different paths but people are, we're all the same like we can all connect on some level so I just apply that same ethos like to Instagram and that like I pay attention if you like my picture like I'll check I want to see like what you're about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of the fans, then obviously, like I said, I have seen you interact in Twitter, Facebook, whatever that sort of social media aspect might be. Mm. You do take that time to sort of get to know people. Yeah, yeah. And you know, for someone that actually will go and listen to your track, give you that stream, give you that like, give you that listening today. Mm. What does that mean to you? Like to know that obviously you make music, but to know someone's actually listened to it and taken something from it. What does that mean to you as an artist? Man, it means that there had to have been something that drew you because there's a million of us doing this. Like, sometimes I don't like saying I'm a rapper because it's like, oh yeah, another one, you know. But um, but yeah, I I truly appreciate that because you could have listened to a hundred people. You didn't have to listen to Steve's Daddy. There's like a million songs on SoundCloud. Do you know what I mean? So, 
nah, it, it touches me definitely, definitely. And in terms of you, in terms of being able to market yourself, and you know what, I've had this conversation with millions <clears throat> of different people. A rapper, an artist, what what do you consider yourself as? What what if if I say what are you? What are you? I'm an artist primarily, but I also want you to know that I'm a rapper. Like I'm, I don't I don't shy away from it. I don't feel. I know I hate like the cliche. I hate looking cliche, but I don't shy away from what I am. Like that's 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 my roots. You know what I mean? And I want you to know that like I really do this when it comes to words. Like I'm a wordsmith. You know. So yeah. And in terms of we talked about their stereotypes of rappers and you know you do get the eye roll when you say you are another UK rapper, yeah. especially in the, in, the, in this game. Because l- l- let's, I want to make this clear, and I say this a lot to every single person, every single podcast, radio show I do. The scene is getting oversaturated. Yeah. We have a lot of people making a sound right now. So what I want to ask you is, how, how do you believe that you set yourself apart from another UK rapper? Man, you've heard it a million times before, but literally being yourself. Like, you, you don't know another rapper who started out in Hackney and who's lived in Ireland for two years and, like, who has a four-year-old. Like, all these things that make me me, like, I try and just, like, lean on them and, like, just draw inspiration from all of it because when it comes down to it, like, we're all, we're all unique, innit? Like, even if we tried not to be, you know. And I'm Gambian. Shouts to the Gambians listening. Like, there's just too many, you know, there's too many. We've all got different flavours, innit? So just using them, you're going to stand apart, you know, effortlessly. And in terms of setting yourself apart, obviously, I want to bring it to now, to Steve's daddy. I want to bring it to that project. And yeah, yeah. from getting a listen before and then seeing the build-up to it and the sort of promotion that it was given to then it actually getting released and yeah. seeing the sort of love you were getting from it. And, you know, Man. people were taking different messages from it, different lessons from it. When you were making it and you're sitting in the studio, you're putting the beats down, you're putting the words to beats, did you have a message that you wanted to come out with? Did you think... If there's one thing I want people to take away from it, it is this. Yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, definitely the fact that, yo, you can be a parent and still chase your dream. If I could narrow it down to one sentence, it's that because it's mad. Like, having a child is the most beautiful thing. But when you have a child, like, at our kind of age group and when we're still trying to figure ourselves out and we're not established in our careers and things like that, a lot of people around you, they might not say it, but they write you off there and then. And I don't like I don't like when people are like, ask oh, child. Because you're letting me know that you've written me off as far as me achieving what I want to achieve for myself. That's not important for you anymore. What's important what's important is me having another child and us looking cute as a family and boom boom boom. Um so yeah, man, I I just wanna I wanna just be like a beacon of light for everyone who who you know panics when they have a child and, and feel like feels like oh like i don't know what like my life's over now because it's not you know let's be honest and i i i would like to know when you do get news like that yeah you know you're gonna be <laughs> that's big news that's not like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not you can get a story easy. if you want it yeah yeah but <laughs> you know when when you first got that news you talked about the word panic <laughs> yeah panic sets in yeah did you think okay myself. you know what i i am gonna have to grow up a little bit or i might yeah, have yeah. to get a little bit more serious or yeah what, what 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 was going through your head in relation to music and actually knowing that right. you're gonna bring in another life in yeah things. yeah 
Nah, it was... It was scary to me. It was scary and, like... Man, I'm the kind of guy, like, I don't... In a situation like that, I'm not really thinking about myself. I'm thinking about my girl and I'm thinking about my child and making sure that's okay. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't sure. I just wasn't sure about, about anything anymore. Um, but when I really thought, raw, can you see yourself doing anything else? Like, really, really, no. So that's what made the decision for me and and after credit uh, my pops because he said something to me that stuck with me he was like I understand that by chasing your dream you're being a responsible adult like most people are not going to tell you that but do you know what I mean you're leading by example and if you get to where you want to get to like your your child is good like for life so yeah man another question that I, I always Oh, I, sometimes I get posed with and because maybe I've made that choice but for you someone that makes music as an artist and you predominantly make the tracks mm. would you ever consider taking a step back and you know maybe going behind the desk or working like you said you worked on that music business yeah would you ever consider if music actually didn't work in the pristine way that you thought it mm -hmm. would actually taking a step back and you know moving behind the scenes a little bit I can't see it now because my pride is just screaming at you right now. Like, <laughs> but but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I play with production every now and then. I've been inconsistent with it, but like, I, I sent Nick a couple bits like recently. What did he say? What did he, say? Um, he said one of them was a solid idea. Solid idea. He he didn't respond to the other one, so maybe <laughs> maybe it was trash. But um, <laughs> we'll take that. We'll take that as it is. Um, but yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, man. I just want to empower myself and. And not have to wait for anyone so um yeah there's definitely going to be some more on the production aspect so you are, you are actually actively thinking to take more of that responsibility on yeah yeah i'm playing with ideas definitely definitely well we're yeah. waiting to hear it yeah taking it back to steve's daddy have you got a favorite track off the project too deep Fuck. <laughs> and why too deep um because it's the first track where i like opened up about where I've been at since becoming a parent um and I there's a lot more I could have said there's a lot more I will say but um that's always going to be my favorite track and having like my daughter set off the the EP with her voice is just um yeah it's the sweetest thing for me did you did you always see that because you know it, it, it's a it's a it's a personal idea and you know to kind of different you know you have your personal life you have your music life mm. and that is a kind of perfect way of bringing them together mm -hmm. did was there ever a sort of thing actually i didn't i don't want these two to blend in or you know what i want her on a project or, or did she actively say i want to be on it <laughs> i feel i feel conflicted all the time man like you know um exposing my personal life in the music it's just the most conflicting thing but at the end of the day like I've never sold drugs. I've never killed it. I like. I don't have any, um, don't have any Hollywood stories for you, are. like other than my real life. So, um, yeah, it's just something that I have to do. And um, as far as too deep, I don't. It might have been that part. Might have been Nick's idea. That might have been Nick's idea. And um, when I was in, I was at the house and I was recording. I recorded it in my daughter's room initially, and um, so I put her up to the mic and nothing was scripted she had her little pepper pig phone i had my iphone and we were just talking we were just we were just talking you know and she was answering me and it was i, I don't know she's a genius man 
Well, do you know what? I, I think that's going to be an amazing thing, you know, when you listen to that in 10, 20, 50 years. Definitely. That, 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 that's going to be an amazing memory for you, yeah, too, man. one that you shared. And, you know, even though you've been doing this seven years, you know, knew you and, you know, to have her as part of that must be an amazing thing. It is, man. It is. It's definitely a... Um... It's definitely a project inspired by parenthood, so I'd I'd love to see what she thinks of it, you know, in twenty years' time or so. I'm sure she'll rate it. I'm Man, sure love, it. thank you. All right, well, do you know what? I was actually gonna play that tune, and I swear down this is not <laughs> because you said it. It's been lined up here for a while. Yeah. But do you know what? Let's stop talking about it. Let's just listen to it because for me, it's a real personal number. I have a kind of mm. prime example of why the Steve's daddy is the man. Thank so, you, brother. Let's get into this. This is too deep. Hey, darling. Are you okay? Yeah. What are you up to? I'm out in the neighborhood. Yeah? What are you doing there? Uh, playing. Playing? Yeah. You miss me? Yeah. I miss you. What are you doing? I'm about to step into the studio now, okay? Okay. I'll see you in the morning, yeah? Okay. We can do some... What should we do? Colouring? Yeah. What else? Don't touch a blue if we want. Where? The blue park? Yeah. Okay. Oh, with the gates? Yeah. Okay. Can come to the I'll bring you another time though, okay? Okay. Yeah? Alright, my darling. Be a good girl for mummy. And I'll see you in the morning, okay? Hey. I love you. Mm-hmm. I miss you. Mm-hmm. Night, night, darling. Don't know why I'm mood swinging at 109 a.m. Never knew how friends could drift until I left the ends. Too much for my decade young man to comprehend. Staring at the world through my chocolate tinted lens Don't know when my time will come, just know I'm getting antsy Too much love for Nikki's mum, that's why I call her auntie Reminiscing on some simpler times within the family Fiesta rides through Hackney, Tamagotchi's in the backseat Back when me and Oms hit morning lanes ahead to Tesco Folks bought us Matilda Gaston cause our tape was red though Then bought us just my way album, swear we learnt the whole shit Karaoke sessions, built an archive of them home vids Don't know where my daddy is, it's like he's out there blinded Case of cold feet and had to breathe probably like I did 22 I felt I prematurely cut my freedom Difference is he's 50 with four kids who really need him, nigga. Taught me everything from how you move to how you don't move. Never taught me what to do when senseis disappoint you. Patched it up, I heard his side. Praise God, we got to speak. I tried to keep a chill on this. I think I got too deep, man. I think I got too deep. I'm talking cocaine, color kicks, a nigga scheming on some ASICs. Dapper denim jackets, I'm just talking through the basics. Start up in my nasal so she knows just what the wave is. Yo, don't call my name like that, you know I get abrasive. I don't know why I'd ever do you dirty when you're perfect. Favorite perfume purchased after work because you're worth it. 
Just tell me, are you down? Even when them rumors surface, highly classified, these verses had to mind the way I word it. Big congrats to Hadi. Oh, the cousin just got married. The fam are saying me and Taze are next to get cracked. Just cause we graduate to daddies, that don't mean we practiced. I had to catch my balance, count my blessings, then adapt it. Darling daughter quizzing daddy, when you coming home, it tears me up, I miss you nanny, more than mummy knows and best believe I pray for both them girls before I sleep, in time I'll tell you more, but for now it's so too deep, now it's so too deep. Yes, 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 we are back with the Blank Canvas Radio Show, myself Nats alongside Mally Was. Yeah, yeah, good, all good. You know what, I realise we got an hour deep and we're not even been talking about socials. Wow. You can get involved as always <coughs> with the hashtag blank canvas. You can get me at N-A-T-Z underscore A-O or you can get at the radio at Climax Radio. Where can they find you? Um, Instagram at Malichulo, M-A-L-I-C-H-U-L-O. Twitter and SoundCloud at Mali the Fourth. that's M-A-L-I-C-K-I-V. You used to saying that a lot, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the, like the, rolls off the, it's like the age. The yeah, that's it, man. It's the time. All right, so I want to talk about live shows. Okay. Okay. If anyone locked into the live stream, you can see, you know, there's always a vibe when Mali comes through to the studio. Hey. He brings a vibe. But also, I didn't make it, but thank you for the video from the listening party. I could see there was a turn up. <laughs> yeah, man. Woo! Ah. There's something else. Bro, that I, that you know, I don't even think the visuals did it enough justice. Bro, that that was one of the best nights of my life, for real, for real. Like because that was the first time that everybody that was there was there to see me. Like, and that was a that's a rarefied feeling for me at this point. And um, yeah, the love was just <sighs> was unbelievable. Ways when I br- had the brothers on the stage was just like I couldn't. At one point, I just started laughing. I, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, man, opening up about, like, some of the struggles I've been through and, like, seeing how people responded to me and, and how many people came up to me after, like, yo, like, one of my boys, big up Rock Noir, if you're listening, he was like, yo, you know them times you don't hear from me for, like, three months at a time? I'm going through the same thing, you know what I mean? So, it was emotional. And, 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 and like I said, if, if you haven't seen the video, go online and watch <clears> it, but... You know, there was a real energy and I know that's something that you try and bring to all of your sort of live performances is yeah. just as like we said with the social media, really trying to connect with the fans, the people that listen, you know, yeah. the people that come and see you. So when, when you when you kind of stand in there about to go on stage, what sort of feelings are you kind of getting as you, you know, is it anxiety? Is it wonder? Is it just <coughs> excitement and you just want to turn up? What's mm. those feelings that are running through your head? Um, yeah, I mean, it's excitement. It's a lot of like concentration and trying to trying to record a little like mental notes I've made to myself like in the week earlier of like okay I want to do this like this etc. And yeah I guess a bit of anxiety in a in a positive way just like I want to get on like I want to get on there and make it happen yeah. Just want to turn up. It's spiritual man. It's very very spiritual. Do you feel like there's something therapeutic about it? Yeah. Yeah because that listening party was a big one because. It was actually a chance for you to get to connect with people and kind of learn those messages. But just in the sort of general going out to perform, do you feel like there's some sort of <clears throat> therapy in that, lessons in that, learning in that? There is, man. As far as like holding your nerve and there's a, there's all this built up tension and energy before it. And then in like 30 seconds you get on and that's instantly transferred into like just 
confidence. Like, I, that's the only time I feel like, yo, this is my house, like, and it's going to go, like, the way I want it to go. And, I mean, that can't happen without the crowd reciprocating that energy. And, um, yeah, when they do, it's, it's magic, man. And that's great. And I think, actually, again, as we, you know, another common theme in this sort of conversation is that feeling of, support and kind of knowing that they're there to support you and just as mm. much as you put in mm. you want those fans to put in it's about kind of maintaining that balance yeah it's great in terms man. of what you do as an artist so to some tougher issues and yeah. you know what one thing that i remember so for anyone that doesn't know i am the music editor of lostculture.co and mally came to us with steve's daddy nicholas scott and from what i got from it and from reading the feedback you it was a very honest project as we said before, personal, but mm-hmm. actually you talked about some issues that I'm going to say don't really get talked about enough. Yeah, definitely. You talked about depression, you talked yeah. about anxiety, you talked about the problems that they can bring. Yeah. Why did you feel that Steve's daddy was your place to talk about that? Because when I was like knee deep in it and I'm looking around thinking, who can I listen to? I can count them on one hand, Kid Cudi, Isaiah Rashad, not many other people, Do you know, not enough people. Um, so it's always been, it's always been um, one of my objectives. And I, I listen to Steve's Daddy and feel like good project, but I could have, I could have said more, and I will say more, you know, because there's, there's people that are really like suffering by themselves, by themselves, and that's, just, that's scary, you know. So for you, was Steve's Daddy just the beginning of this conversation? Definitely. Steve's Daddy was a reintroduction. Like, I put Blood of a Martyr out 2013. Um, and this was my, like, okay, yeah, I'm back. And this is the sound that right now. Um, this is what I want to say. This is where I've been at. This is why I've been quiet. And, yeah, you're going you're gonna to hear more, definitely. Yeah. One of the things that you mentioned there was, the, you know, the larger scene and, you know, who who is talking about this issue? Um for International Mental Health Day last year, I worked on a piece for Nation of Billions. Wicked. Self-promotion, as always. Wicked. But we, it was talking about that issue, you know, urban urban music. And I, and I, I never like that term, urban music. But we're talking about rap. We're talking about hip-hop. Yeah. And if you want to, Graham, as well. Uh-huh. This issue of depression and anxiety is not spoken about. And there's a big theme of, you know, rap, bravado, masculinity. Yeah. And by admitting to stuff like depression anxiety mm-hmm. um you know social angst that it's sort of biggest thing mm-hmm. that's sort of like a, a complete contradiction to rap music it's very strange for you where, where, where does that balance come in because obviously like you said before you know what be yourself mm-hmm. it's not about being the road man it's not about putting a image out there that's not true to yourself right but where do you see rap music as a trajectory and that conversation do you think that they'll ever meet at a place where we can openly speak about it, it can be talked about in tracks and actually i don't need to be sitting down and having this chat with you like it's something weird. Mm, yeah uh, yeah eventually eventually yeah i hope so but i mean art imitates life and when depression and things like that are not taboo in society then they won't be taboo in music uh, more and more artists come out and speak and like i i'd study i look for artists who, who you know who suffer from depression and like i watched a documentary on janice joplin recently and i was just like like my heart bleeds for you because like 
it's that 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 thing that same thing that makes you um upset and makes you feel negative like somewhere in that there's like real creative genius in there so it's like i don't know we're all trying to make sense of what this thing is um but yeah we're slowly one 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 artist at a time we definitely all just have to speak you know because then it sparks conversation and i think that's what it's about it's about actually realizing that there is a problem and you know we're not we're not floating over it we're not taking it as a light issue um benga if anyone knows benga benga has mental health issues he suffers quite badly with it and yeah. he went out and he, he was he, for me he was one of the first people within our scene to really sort of speak out about it and speak about one where there was support two why it was important to talk about it it's amazing three, why music was used as a sort of therapeutic tool yeah so i i think you're right i think it just needs more people speaking about it and yeah we don't need everyone making a track about mental health mm-hmm. because it's now the in thing yeah but we need that balance it's yeah like, it's what we talk about it's about understanding that like you said there's people out there that are in total isolation yeah man. and for them maybe listening to ways which i will come on to in a bit mm. why a track like that could say fuck it there's someone else out there we're living through the same thing that was so important man like i've had i've had people dm me on twitter on soundcloud and saying like thanks do you know what i mean like mm. to me that like that's worth more than more than grammys money everything like people saying yo thank you for that do you know what that 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 for you must be a touching thing you know what i mean just like yeah, i said you talk to music you get from to you again do you do you try and keep in contact with those people do you make an extra effort to keep in contact with those people or do you just see them as any other fan no i mean i if you connect and you hit me up i'll definitely respond to you and i and i definitely thank you for even responding before i even you know respond to what you said like that that means a lot for sure and we talked about people well, we talked about the conversation not happening but you mentioned a few there that are talking about it mm. who do you think if you think there is anyone in the uk scene do you think that there's anyone openly talking about it openly kind of approaching music in that <clears throat> direction um definitely less people over here from from what i can see less people over here than than stateside and things like that but i mean obviously Stormzy's dropped his album and everyone heard what he had to say on it and that's that's good he's got a platform that's great man and yeah man we need to speak we definitely need to speak because it's real it's realer than what what we think even if you've never dealt with it they you know as far as the stats go there's probably going to be a time in your life where you're going to deal with it right i read um in i think it was like by 2020 it's going to be it's going to be um like the most common illness in america like, or, or the most deadly. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's shocking. It's, it's shocking when you see things like that because, you know what, in, in a day of social media when we're all meant to be connected and we're all meant to be conversating. Yeah, yeah. It's not happening, is it? And it's like, where, 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 where do you think is that loss? Where, where is the disconnection? Is it musicians not wanting to put it out there because they don't want to sound a certain type of way? Is it the people behind them telling this ain't for you? Mm. Is it like, wh- where's that disconnect coming in? Because it's happening somewhere. It's like, for you, you've shown, you know, you have the right team around you, you have the right vision, you can put out whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So what, what's stopping other people from having this conversation? Man, it's hard to say. I guess, it, I mean, it could be a combination of, of all of those things. But again, it's just like, it's taboo. Like, 
I know there's people who hear me speak about it and, and think it means I'm a weak person. Do you know what I mean? And some some men are okay with that, some men are not. And that dictates whether they speak or not. But um, going back to what you said about social media, I feel like we're, we're in an age where we can now ourselves before we put ourselves out there to the world. So we now have an opportunity to just appear perfect, appear happy all the time, which is cool. But yeah, then it, it yeah, I guess it it makes it harder as well. When you feel like, ah, I don't want to be negative, I don't want to bother people, then yeah, of course that that can be a deterrent. I guess it's cool to an extent, but like you said, yeah. you know, you you are gonna paint these perfect pictures, and then you know, the facade's got to come down at some point. You know, mm. that, that mask is gonna crack, and I know a lot of people out there that you know prime themselves on that perfect image and yeah you know no names but there's a lot of people in the music scene that are not who they yeah pretend course. to be yeah of course of and course. you know what like this you know what this is all about this is what we like talking about on the blank canvas but i i will be the first to say that it is a very nasty world you know sometimes music mm-hmm. you know, the way people respond and the way people act is mm-hmm. But you know they'll they'll send you a spud emoji on Twitter. So yeah, yeah, it's funny. Like, listen, I've I've felt the energy when a man has asked me to do a show, and for whatever reason, always a legitimate reason, I'll politely be like, uh, like not this time, and then there'll be less likes and there'll be less support on my stuff. And like, I don't take it personally, but it's like raw. The contrast is always yes, yeah, it's always interesting. But we, we know what we were all getting into, like, coming into this. You knew what you were getting into, do you know what I mean? We heard the stories before we even got into the game, and um, and we see it all the time, bro. It's, it is what it is, man. I feel like we've gone down a very dark path <laughs> right about now. It's cool. I'm comfortable where we're at, man. But it's good. You know, yeah. it's actually, like I said, it's about having these conversations. So, we, I mentioned a little bit before, you, you track Waze, which sort of your kind of latest um, video. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, to get a premiere by a Clash magazine, I just want to, you know... Round of oh, for that. That's a big you, thank thing. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and again, talking about an issue. So, how how, how did that link up come about in terms of Clash Day approach? You you kind of pitched it to them. How did it all come about? After big up Aviv, big up um, PR, PR Don, um, who was a fan of my stuff, and we connected, and um, yeah, she she just did her thing, and she's got got good um, relationships over there. Um, she pitched it to them. They were down straight away straight away um wrote a great piece on it and um yeah they pushed it it was nice definitely do you believe it's a big a big sort of step for you because obviously like i said steve's daddy did so well but actually having visuals behind it and i think the visuals are a big thing yeah um for you again what was that sort of again if one person you know if you could take one message from it what what did you want people to take away from that visual uh that i'm i'm just as uh i'm just as troubled as anyone else you know I wanted to definitely reflect like the restlessness of where I'm at, um, and I have to big up Micah Freefall, big up No Colors, boop, boop, boop. my brother. Um, yeah, man, he just, he just, he believed like he believed in the vision. There was never at any point any kind of clash as far as where he wanted to go with the video, and there was mad obstacles in, with making that mad obstacles. Like we we shot that in June. It didn't drop till like November, December, so that that should let you know. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was great. It was great. I'm glad it's out there. I'm glad people are feeling it. Yeah. Here we've been talking a lot. You know what I mean? We've talked a lot about the past. We talked a little bit about the present. Mm-hmm. 
So what the fuck are we gonna do now? We're gonna talk about the motherfucking future. Of so again, we talk about social media. You've been getting in with the social media promotion. Mm. You've got the new show mm-hmm. coming. So, Ansi, tell me what tell me what it's all about. Bro, when I finished um the listening party, big up engine rooms where where we held it at. Um, they approached me and was like, "Yo, do you wanna do you wanna make this a regular thing?" I was like, "Alright," and um, yeah, straight away I thought, "Right, this is it." Like, I I have a deep sympathy for everyone who's in this quarter life crisis. You know what I mean? Trying to figure it all out. Um, and I thought, "Yeah, this is where I'm really gonna like make my mark." So I named it Antsy. It's, it's just it's just about the restlessness that we feel in this whirlwind and trying to trying to get to where we want to get to. And I just want it to just be our home, do you know what I mean? Anyone who who's lost, anyone who's frustrated, I want you to come, just have fun. A bit of relief, live acts, I'm going to be performing. I've got Supreme Kai performing, my brother, but, who was on Spooky Times 2 with me. i got Jen, ill, ill rapper. Um, my brother Selassie, you know, on the decks. And um, yeah, then just have a little rave after. But yeah, it's, it's really going to be... Just a a hub for like all us like minded people, man, for real. So you got the first one going down twenty fifth of March. Twenty fifth of March, yeah. And so is this gonna be a regular thing going on every month? Um it's gonna be a regular thing. I wouldn't say every month yet. Okay. Um we're we're working on every other month at the minute okay. and and then you know when things pick up then we can do more. So yeah, this this first one is gonna be historic, man. I'm I'm excited to see how it goes. Well, do you know what? I'm going to come down because you know what? You, 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 you've been setting the scene for me Sick. right now. Sick. And so in terms of you, in terms of obviously the listening um, party that you did there. Yeah. So now, what have you taken away? What do you think needs to change? What do you think needs to elevate it? What, what's going to make that experience for someone that wants to come down? What do you say? What, what do you want to be able to put on? Man, I, don't, I actually don't want to change too much. Um, it's going to be a slightly different show because it's not all about me and like... I'm not going to perform at most of them. I don't, it's not a Mali the Fourth show. No. But I want to really just create a platform and like just bring people in that I like. Do you know what I mean? And just give them a shot. Um, but yeah, man, good. I really want good DJs with good ears um, and just strong acts. Like strong acts because I've done a whole lot of shows in the past few years all over London. And um, enough to know like who the real the real artists are like in the scene and I just want to champion everyone, you know, who I rate. If you could put together a sort of <clears throat> dream lineup, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, this Whoa. is, if you don't get mentioned, no hate, but if you could just, <laughs> you know, put together that dream lineup with artists yeah. that you say, you know, talking about that vision and what you want to, what you want to represent from it, mm-hmm. what sort what sort of artists would you bring together? This is tough. Um, a Jeremy, just, <sighs> She's just cold. Oh, She's just a very, very cold singer. And um, I saw one of her first performances. We were on the bill together. This might have been three years ago um, at Alley Cat in Central. And, um, you know, she was very shy. Like, the talent was all there, but the stage presence wasn't. Stage presence wasn't. And um, fast forward to when I did Cameo, I think this might have been November last year. And she just, like, owned it. Just owned it before she even opened her mouth. You know what I mean? So, Jeremy... Um, man, bro, there's a few, man. I'm I'm on the spot right now, but it's definitely I want it to just be a good a good mix, like singers, rap, um, and yeah, just integrity. That has to be the underlying 
thing for me integrity not hype because hype these guys can bring hype but hype by itself is disposable you know what i mean but yeah just integrity and like real future legends some deeper meaning yeah man future legends like if you do want to create that platform this could be a perfect place for you know aspiring artists people that maybe haven't you know let's get some people that never performed before yeah yeah them people out, that's the know? plan man that's the plan i really want to i really want it to be a platform it's you know why wait till you've made it to bring pre- people in you know why not bring people in the doors that you've already bust down yeah and, and if people do want to get involved where where's the sort of best place to sort of get you and sort of you know to is it just reaching out social media what's the best way to sort of contact you yeah hit me up involved? um mali on instagram m-a-l-i-c-h-u-l-o or loners only on instagram loners and only um yeah together that's it and what what's next for you obviously you know are you still going to be releasing tracks in the ep are we going to move on something new is it new singles is it hookups what's going on we've got we've we've got videos um that we're masterminding we've got a couple that we're masterminding shouts to mac once again um but yeah i'm always building man like i've i've got the vision i've got everything for the next one other than the actual music i've got a couple demos and stuff but yeah there's i'm i'm building something something a bit darker darker yeah darker tell me more tell me more. yeah really inspired by the first three months of this year and um a couple of years ago when i first um tried to seek help like for like the mental side of things um and it's weird like steve's daddy was a lot more uplift it was a celebration you know of um of defying writer's block and being back and stuff but i listened and um i didn't express a lot of the darker side other than ways so it's a bit more like as far as subject matter a bit more ways kind of um avenue definitely in terms of that so you know if you, if you look at your progression we, and right at the top of this conversation we spoke about a development as an artist over the past seven years yeah you know we talked about having those problems and like i said if steve's daddy was the end of that yeah but this massive chunk in the middle so i believe i i think like that's what we're gonna start accessing isn't it? oh start man accessing actually in terms of you know a sound like i said it, it is sort of that way sound is there any other you know any sort of artist that you sort of look to and think that's the sort of sound i want to be doing next or that's the sort of kind of projects i want to be fucking with yeah but it's all outside of rap you know um i feel like as far as rap goes i, f- I feel like between me and nick and one or two others selassie um i feel like i've got i'm spoiled with producers i'm actually spoiled um but there's a lot of other stuff that me and nick listen to that we're yet to tap into um as far as like yeah i've, I've just recently been getting into jazz properly um and yeah man there's 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 bits man there's bits vocally and stuff in, in terms of you obviously do you believe that experimentation is still a massive part of what you do or do yeah. you feel like you have a tried and tested formula that you can fuck with now <clears throat> for a while i've got one but i'm not satisfied and i feel like i'm not going to give you the same project i don't ever want to give you the same project twice um so yes yeah, it's, it's important to me to experiment and to always push myself you know because yo while you've got the listeners ears like don't take it for granted you know i want to always be engaging and always bring something new 
one of the questions I always ask and one of the reasons why I do this podcast is the term blank canvas and I say this every week is that I I pick the term blank canvas because it can mean anything to anyone. Yeah. And you know, that's why we've talked to artists, photographers, musicians, we've talked to a whole heap of different people. In terms of that term then blank canvas, what does the term blank canvas mean to you? Down to interpretation, you know, and it's without without judgment, you know. That's how I like it. Short, yeah. simple. Yeah. That's how I like it, man. Maji, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been, it's been a long bro. time coming. Thank you. Trust me. They don't even know. If we showed them the DMs, we, we're dating back. It went down like, in a DM. Summer. Trust me. Oh. Well, I like my brother. Hold up. Yeah, no, we're going back, man. Like, there's, there's been mad times we've tried to link up. And, um, nah, timing, timing is everything, bro. Congrats. Congrats to you and Blank Canvas and Climax, man. This is, this is a sick platform, man. For real. And like I said, you are our first guest on the radio show. It's been an absolute Privilege. pleasure having you here today. Privilege. As we said, the conversation there is no limits. This is what we do on a Blank Canvas podcast. As you said, Ansi, the show is going down. Engine Rooms, Saturday the 25th of March. Come down. Go online, get your tickets, be there. Yes. So, thank you very much for listening. That was our interview with Mali the Fourth for the Climax Blank Canvas radio show. All I want to say is, guys... I have been slacking with the podcast, but don't worry. We are back, and we are back in full force. From Chapter 4, we'll be coming back with the original format that you guys love. We'll be bringing back Dobby for our UK music roundup. We'll be bringing back Ola for our Agony Aunt session. And we're going to bring back another exclusive person and interview for you guys. So, as always, my name's Nat. You can catch me on NATZ underscore AO on Twitter. And please feel free to get involved in the conversation with hashtag Blank Canvas. So, until chapter four, God bless and peace. Something that I see in you, that I see in myself, but I'm nervous, I'm still talking, trying to be myself. And I got time for you, so much time for you, how'd I lose myself? You're winning, so are you able, ready, willing? To be mine, everything on the line. 30 missed calls on the FaceTime. I'm crazy, and I need your attention. Not maybe, baby, I'm obsessed. Let me know what's best. What works for you, what's complex. Cause I need you right now. I need to show you how I get down. I'll give it to you, give it to you. Something that I need for you, that I want for myself. Are you in? Tell me what you're thinking. I see you smiling, but I gotta take my time when I approach you. I want the real you when I take you and I show you. It just seems so.